So uh, I need to preface this right at the start of the uh, freaking podcast. If you hear crazy noise going on in the background, it is storming in our city right now. I do not think it's hitting Clay's area yet, but it is destroying my area. So if you hear some big thunders, some lightning, some... Well, I don't think lightning makes sound, but uh, thunder, whatever. Um, does lightning make sound? I don't know. Flash would know. Um, but yeah, that's what's going on in the background. But we have a big show today. It could be get very controversial here. Uh, I literally had Seabass right before I got off my stream because we already had we, this thing was getting hated in the chat. But Seabass was like, "If I don't hear any fuck yous in that podcast, it's it's not worth it." And well, let like, me God let me go damn. ahead and um, and and just put it, you know, ahead of the actual conversation because everybody knows what we what we are talking about and everybody wants to know what we yeah. think about it. So I'm gonna go ahead and yeah, state: for sure. me and Juice have had our differences on this thing. We have said it before on this podcast. But just mm-hmm. know for those people who are just Many looking for like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna see these guys do get out or whatever. We're not like that. We we know how yeah. we feel about it. Yeah. And at the end of this thing, it's just a conversation, and hopefully, it brings up some really good conversation. That's all we really want for the podcast. So don't be thinking that I'm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not yeah, gonna yeah, keep yeah. us from talking. Yeah. We're we'll we'll be talking about <laughs> comics tomorrow. It's nothing changes here. Uh. But anyways. So what we're going to do is, since that talking point could be really big, uh, we have another big talking point that was very shocking that has to do with Batwoman. We'll be talking about that. But we're going to go ahead and knock out comics first on this podcast, and then we will jump over to the entertainment news because both of the entertainment things are pretty big. So we think we can talk about them for a long time. So uh, we are... We're about a week behind on Digital First because uh, very surprised they've been keeping up to date. I don't. How long does the Digital First are going to go? Uh, like, how many I was not keeping have? up with the Digital First when they were coming out as the 100 page giants. Uh, I think I, for the first wave, I was keeping mm-hmm. up with it, but when they did their second wave with like a whole new creative team on each one, I was not keeping up with it. So I don't know yeah. how far they have gone, and I don't know how far they are willing to go. But with the announcement, how they made it, of course, they made it due to this whole pandemic. So they kind of needed to have some content out there. But I am hoping that they are truly consistent with it. And this is just a normalized thing. Because from what I remember, I think it was like the the entire uh, duration of a good section of Smallville comics, the season 11 as well as Injustice, that very first uh, mm-hmm. five years of the Injustice comic, were completely digital first, yeah. and then, of course, they came uh, became physical after that. But uh, but I'm hoping that, yeah. you know, it is a quite, you know, a, a long time for them to, to finally say, hey, you know what, maybe we should cancel this. Because they are good. I'm really enjoying a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, since this is going to get posted on Friday, I can actually mention my news right now uh, because this will be after I get posted. So uh, I can actually I mentioned it on the podcast a couple of times. I've been waiting for some news to say that I've been accepted to something, and it is a DC ambassador program where I will be reviewing uh, 
from from what I understood, Batman products. So this could be apparel, collectibles, uh, fucking. I would love for them to send me a game <laughs> if that happens at any point. Uh, anything is uh, apparently the program is supposed to run for a year. That's what they say, or at least like nine months. And uh, yeah, so on the Bat from the Box channel, there will more there will be more content in the future. It's supposed to start. I think my first video will probably drop in July. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to be reviewing products. I don't know what they're going to send us. They uh, have yeah. changed everything because of the pandemic, and they're saying it's going to be a lot different. But I'm hoping I'm going to get some cool stuff to show you guys because I know a lot of geeks listen to this, and they want to uh, buy stuff. We buy stuff all the time. So hopefully I'll be able to review some cool, cool products for you guys. And I really don't know what else they're going to be sending me or what else is in toll is like is a part of this program. But it does seem like they're just going to – they're like, we're going to send you some stuff. We're going to make some content. Nice. And, yeah, it's going to be cool. So – that's something cool that I got accepted to, which would be pretty nice. Um, so, yeah, now get that out of the way. So let's jump into uh, Gotham Knights uh, number four. Uh, we are a week behind. Number five is already out. We will discuss five and hopefully six next week. Um, but we're going to go ahead and jump into number four right here, which I thought this was pretty dope. It was a Batman Joker story, um, which I will say when I was reading this, I was kind of like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this. Because, I don't know why my... Okay, there we go. So, uh, in this Batman, it's it starts off pretty interestingly with Bruce Wayne at, like, a swanky country club. And uh, he's hearing... He's with these other three guys that are also billionaires or millionaires or whatever. And they're talking about all their bad deeds in a com- with the companies that they run or what they do. And uh, it's pretty interesting because somebody's like, oh, yeah, we don't even know where we dumped the chemicals. And this other guy's like, oh, yeah, I have all of these models and I control all their passports. And then another guy was like, oh, yeah, it's all about the pills that we sell or buy. And um, Bruce is just there like looking at a menu like, like, oh, shit. And then uh, he excuses himself, which is really cool. He's like, I'll see you guys. And they're like, oh, it must be all that tea you're drinking, Bruce. And then, like, because uh, they're all snooty and shit. And then the next page is Batman just kicking them in the fucking face. <laughs> they're just like, ah! And he's just, like, beating the shit out of these three guys, which is awesome. But I will say, and they do address this in the comic book, I was like, how do you not just pick up on that, that Bruce just left and then Batman came out of nowhere and beat your ass? Like, it's just, but then again, you know what? It goes to the yeah, idea that people are these, really These billionaires like, are not the brightest. Winship. Yeah, so uh, Batman beats their ass, they get thrown in jail, and they call Bruce, and like nobody wants to help them, nobody wants to help them in jail, they're like, nah man, Batman got you, we're done, we're not doing anything with you. Well, Bruce, which I thought this made sense, I was like, alright, this covers your ass, because yeah, you know, everybody's gotta go to the bathroom, maybe Batman did just kick their ass while he was in the bathroom, he shows up, and then he's covering his tracks here where he's like, I'll help you, like I'll help you get out. So the guy's like, oh, dude, I have passports on my, you know, my yacht. Go get me all our money. There's millions of dollars there. So Bruce goes to get this money in this yacht. (laughs) Batman shows up, beats all their asses on that thing, and the yacht gets caught. And they're like, dude. And this is what I loved because I was like, dude, this is way too obvious for Batman. Like the other billionaires or whatever, they're like, dude, do you not see this? Like. You tell Bruce this, and then Batman yeah. shows up, and I'm like, "Oh God, they're gonna figure out that he's Batman," and then and then they say he's working yeah. with Batman. I'm like, "Oh my God, you guys are idiots." <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the same thing though, too, because that that is a fair assessment because Bruce is open, and I'm pretty sure in current continuity, he's yes. open about funding Batman. 
So, like, which I still don't know why nobody's yeah. ever put that two and two together. Like, he funds Batman, but he's done what? Like, but then again, Dick Grayson's been Batman when Bruce Wayne's been around, so they've had the optics sure. to make it believable. So, um, so you know, Batman's covered all of that. But what the cool thing about it is, right after they say that, Bruce Wayne gets thrown into jail because he yeah. got caught on go, going to the yacht, and they're like, "Oh, Bruce is here!" So they don't believe he's Batman. And this guy that's trying to get them out calls one more person, and he calls the Joker, who has swanky freaking lawyer <laughs> commercials on TV, which I found awesome. Because if you guys are not oh from Texas, God. I'm pretty sure every state has I know exactly them. who you're going In to Texas, talk In Texas, <laughs> no. yeah, we, we have this guy oh called the Texas Hammer, and his name's <laughs> Jim Adler. And his son's the Texas Hammer oh, now too, but his dude, son's they're like so awkward a on screen, like, dude. Kind of. Oh, it's so <laughs> cringe. Dude, his son is yeah. It's it's like they're like Trump and Trump's sons because they're awkward too. Like I don't know what it is about millionaires and just being it's, so think, clueless think to everything. Think of else. that like it's that really first weird. awkward YouTube video that you've ever made, and that's every yeah, commercial they exactly ever made like that. Yeah, and he tried to do one in Spanish one time, and it was the worst thing I had ever heard. And it was like, it had a cartoon dog. It was about dogs biting people. Yeah, it was like, el perro, baby. I was like, oh, no. Anyways, uh, so Joker has, it's Joker attorney at Ha, I'm here to help, is his freaking quote on this, which I think is hilarious. And he talks about how he'll get you out of jail in 24 hours. So he goes and Joker just runs through the freaking prison thing with dynamite and everything that he has. Or he says he has dynamite on this uh, school bus. And he gets them all out. Bruce actually gets on the bus with them. A la, they, the scene's pretty interesting because it's kind of a, like a reverse, yeah. a reversal of the Dark Knight. You know, Joker was in the bank. This time he's, uh, you know, saving them with the bus. Which I think is pretty interesting. Side note, I always thought that was really stupid in the Dark Knight that the buses are just cool with another bus Thank coming you. out of a fucking bank and yeah. being in the line. Yeah. Yeah, it's such a stupid. Like, I was like, what? Anyways, still an awesome movie. Um, but Joker gets them away, and he's he gets them to, I guess, his secret lair or his office. or I, I think he killed people, and he took over a law office. Because outside it says barely legal, which <laughs> that is weird. Um, uh, attorney at law is what this place is called. And uh, Joker's all like, all right, you know, now we're going to discuss our fee. Bruce wants a phone call, and he's like, can I make a phone call? And he hides his location by talking about stocks. Joker thinks he's doing stocks on his phone. He's like, billionaires are going to billionaire, pretty much. But it's, it's he's all like, actually Sell like the 39 some sort of stock. code oh. that him and Alfred have actually like worked yeah. out. I thought that was very cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I thought yeah. it was awesome. I think yeah. what and it then is, is like I love Alfred's like, in the city. like his sarcastic like, oh no, not that stock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, you heard me, just do it. So Bruce is hiding this and the Joker's just like, whatever. Well, Joker pulls out his gun and he's like, all right, we're going to discuss payment. He's like, I want a billion dollars from each of you. And everybody's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, you know, of course, Joker's just like, everybody's like, well, okay, we'll give it to you. But then... The freaking Batmobile shows up, shoots something through the window, blows up everybody. And uh, the interesting thing here, and I was kind of confused by this. Oh, because I don't know. 
I guess we'll explain it a little bit. But anyways, Joker gets away and he's like, you might want to run or I'm going to run. Save yourselves. And he says that he did digging into every one of these guys before he took the job. And he told Bruce Wayne, he was like, you might want to run because it turns out all of these guys problems run through your company. And so Joker dips out and Bruce is like, I didn't know. He says he doesn't know. Um, and Joker just kind of laughs. He's like, toodles, Mr. Wayne. And we find out on the last page that Bruce was actually in this situation because he was working with the cops. And so from my understanding is he found out about all this going through Wayne Enterprises, wanted to make it right. Yeah. So, so he at turned the very in all end three of those the, guys. At the very end of the comic, fake. you see uh, him throwing down the proxy files. So it was... It was, yeah. like, he probably, like, this is just assuming the background stuff. He was probably looking into these guys and found out that they were a little bit dirty. Wanted mm. to do extra, you know, investigation. So he had to throw those proxies inside of his own company. So that way he could also be thrown yeah. in jail with them. So I thought that was pretty cool. Very clever. Um, yeah. Really fun. Because, you know, nowadays we don't really see the interaction between Joker and Bruce. And I feel like those were very fun in a la the Batman animated series. You know, because it would just be like, oh, Brucey. And, you know, he's, you know, messing with his head or whatever. And then out of nowhere you see Batman. And, and, you know, that's an entirely different relationship. And so I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's cool because the Joker knows who Batman is, but he doesn't care. And so he treats Bruce and Batman differently. Um, and he knows that from, like, you know, I know when Nightwing shows up, uh, I think they have an interaction where he's like, you're not my Batman. Like, get out of here. Um, and, like, he only ever cares about Bruce's Batman. And uh, the interesting thing is, yeah, they had a cool little interaction here. The thing that I do hate is, I know Snyder's done it. I know Tinian's about to do it is Joker is going to get into the Batcave again. Like, Joker knows where the Batcave is. He just doesn't care. Like, and that's what I've really loved about it. He's like, I'm going to fuck you up in the city. Like, I'm going to let you be safe in your little manor and your little cave and do whatever. He's like, I'm going to cause havoc out here. Um, We'll see what happens with Tinian's run. But, uh, yeah, I thought this was really interesting. Again, this was another solid comic where you get to see Mm -hmm. what one of his classic villains is like. You get to see them doing something very villainous-y, and you get to see Batman doing some detective work or yeah. doing something along those lines of, you know, you know uh, doing something very important. And uh, that's what that's been a running thing here. Now, uh, the, I know the next one, or the, cur- the current one, which is number five, has to do with Harley Quinn. I don't know what that's going to be about. Yeah. Uh, Nightwing's in that one, or at least he's on the cover. So I'm interested to see what that's going to be about. But these digital firsts have been knocking it out of the park. Yeah, I have uh, some really kind of on the back burner that I need to read like entirely. Like I think I have the first four mm-hmm. of Swamp Thing that I still need to read. The ones that I've been reading consistently are okay. uh, the uh, Batman and the Superman. I stopped buying everything else just because I want to read okay. the backlog to see if they're worth like going forward with. The, no, the Superman, Superman ones are the are King Robert Venditti. I thought he did. He did. Tom King he was did doing the, the first uh, Walmart specials. Yeah. Mm. Oh, so you're talking so, about the ones after so that? So these are the, okay. 
the second wave. So Tom King's never went to digital first. It's mm-hmm. it started with Robert Venditti, and it's really cool because I feel like oh, Robert okay. Venditti. Uh, I talked to him a little bit about it on Twitter. Uh, he gave like a really good explanation of like where he stands mm-hmm. on who Superman is as a person, and so like he has the heart of the character, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy it. But I feel like a lot of his inspiration for Superman is the animated series, uh, especially like with the characters that he's working oh, okay. with. Uh, the character designs that he's working with and just the overall language of the comic it feels very much out of something that came out of the animated series it just recently i finished all four seasons or three seasons of that so it's like really fresh in my mind and so i i really like that as well nice that's pretty dope all right, let's go ahead and read Red Hood since Deceased has two books this week and we'll just cover those together uh i just read Red Hood and I will say, uh, and I guess people can hate me for this, I love the designs of the girls, but it's because they are drawn very kind of, se- yeah. not sexually, but attractively. Um, but it's also because I just love a thing when a girl looks sexy, but she's... Yeah, okay, so technical difficulties. Uh, hopefully my stuff didn't cut off too much. But anyways, whatever. Um, Red Hood, right? So I was talking about how I love how the girls looked in these book. But they also were gonna kick your ass, and they were they were fighting pretty badass. So if I'm not mistaken, uh, we covered this book last time, and that was so long ago, which I don't like yeah. four months, three months ago, or whatever. When this last time we recovered this book, but what was happening was they were in a small country. The Untitled show up, took over all these people that had hope in democracy, and uh, they were about to kill Red Hood and everybody, and. Uh, Artemis was fighting Essence, if, if I'm not mistaken. That's her name. And uh, so, yeah. So, it was really, we got some backstory on these characters, which was really cool. And uh, essentially, it was just a whole comic book of fighting. Like, there's not a lot that happened in this. We found out that uh, Jason saved Essence when they were going through trials or something like that, uh, when they were a lot younger, mm-hmm. after he had been revived. And, um,. You know, that's why they have such a strong connection. And um, Artemis had just got... She gets stabbed by Essence in this book. And that's pretty much all that happened. Not a lot happened in this book. Yeah, not a whole lot happened. Other than uh, what's-his-name being turned into a... Uh, what are they called? The, the Unforgotten. Untitled. Untitled, that's what it is. Yeah, uh, what's-his-name got turned into an Untitled. Yeah, uh, what is his name? Captain Glory or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, I forget. His, I, I don't know if that's right, but it's something along those lines. General Glory. There you go. Um, yeah, nothing happened. I mean, the the art style isn't as good as I would want it to be. And I feel like the side characters are the... I always feel like the uh, uh, Bat Family books don't always have the best art. Batman always has the best, but they don't always have mm-hmm. the best. And um, I think that's kind of what's happening. A lot of people, a lot of people online, do not like this art creative team on this book, like at all. Yeah. Like compared to everybody else, this is the one creative team that nobody likes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the art doesn't. Uh, there's plenty way. There's way more art that I would definitely rather. Uh, I'm that that I would put below this art. Uh, it's not the worst art I've seen. Um, but yeah, it's not like, I'm not like, oh my God, that looks great. Although I did love the panel. Artemis gets stabbed by Essence or she's about to get killed. And then this like 
Wonder Woman type character shows up that's named Majesty or Mistress. Yeah. And she looks fucking mm-hmm. dope. But I'm also like, it might be an anime thing, but I love when like at, like <laughs> the hair flows all over the place. Like I love that kind of yeah. style. Um, and I don't know why. And the, they're fucking badass warrior chicks. Like they just look cool. And um, so yeah, nothing really happened in this book. But you know what? We're strapped for content. We were like, let's keep reviewing it. <laughs> and I I will say I'm interested to see where this is going because there was a crazy double page spread in this book where they opened up some realm i'm not i'm not too familiar with jason todd's history but i know the untitled and all this stuff has to do with underworld stuff and the next issue says uh come on trigon or welcome trigon or some shit so trigon's gonna be showing up and we know trigon's all hell and heaven and earth and all that bullshit or mystic stuff so uh, I'm interested to see where the story is going, although I, you know, I'm not like, I got to read the next issue, but it's interesting because that double page spread was insane. It was that weird, like staircase kind yeah. of. It's like yeah. the second to last page. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's like some really cool visual stuff in this book. Um, I totally understood what you were mentioning at work about the uh, Bizarro, like the I am thing. But has he always mm-hmm. had like replaced words like that? I just, this one did feel weirder than normal. Yeah. So when people normally write Bizarro, it is almost it's like broken Yoda mm-hmm. is really what to like. If you want to think of his language, it is broken Yoda. It's backwards and off. Yeah. But. I know with Artemis and him going to the other dimension, he kind of like gathered the persona of smart Bizarro a little bit. Yeah. And this just felt really weird Mm -hmm. because there was moments where I feel like uh, the writer, I forgot who, who is this Lobdell? Oh shit. I don't even know. Probably. Uh, I think, I I I think it's still Scott Lobdell. Yeah. Where Lobdell like, I don't know, for some reason forgot who he was writing mm-hmm. and he would talk normal. Yeah. And then whenever, you know, there was a close up, because I feel like when it was off panel talking or f- like Bizarro was far away, mm-hmm. he was talking normally. But when Bizarro was actually like a full character on panel, that's when he was speaking the broken Yoda. Yeah. And so I just feel like, Maybe it's just something that he, like, self-consciously, you know, just forgot about who he was writing. But I don't know. It just, it felt weird. Yeah, it was kind of weird reading. Um, Because, like, I guess he was replacing is with M or some shit like that. Or uh, R with M. Which is something. Um, I don't know. It's it's is. Which usually happens with Bizarro. Mm -hmm. But when you look at a lot of the dialogue with Bizarro, it sounds like some other person just talking and not Bizarro. Yeah. The only thing that makes it Bizarro is the weird font. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, okay, you can tell who it is, but that's still not how Bizarro talks. And so it just felt off. Yeah, I can't, like I said, we recently just started reading that issue because we were so, like, hard up for content. Um, Because I don't think we were covering anything before that. So... 
I think I just covered the last one because I thought that Essence chick was dope. She looked dope. And I was like, yeah, let's cover yeah. it. Um, but yeah, anyways, not much happening in Red Hood. Although, I do think Red Hood, like, I like that he's traveling across America, or not America, but like the world and stuff and doing stuff. But I don't know. I would like to see a Red Hood story, and you could have Bizarro and Artemis on the team still, but maybe not dealing with mystical crazy shit. Like, I don't know. Like, I mean, these 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 three are considered the Dark Trinity. Yeah. So, I just feel like, I don't know, like the, I think Scott Lobdell is kind of pulling too far with wanting to go international yeah. with Red Hood. I think he is done better when he is in Gotham or just like overall with some of the more better known villains in just like small situations i don't know i don't know yeah um it would be really cool because like i know there's it's interesting that they're the dark trinity but they're not in the justice league dark which is really interesting um because you know you would it would be cool if like there was mystic crazy shit happening and the trinity's like we have a better team for this and they were to call them but they are the outlaws which kind of sucks but it would be cool if they yeah. were to build up there. Although I don't, I don't see. Well, depends on who's writing them right now. But Jason's in the fold and he's not in the fold. But he's like, I guess he's cool right now because Alfred died. But once Bruce is over this, you can get the fuck out of my city again. Like I don't really know what's <laughs> happening there. Um, but uh, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. But yeah, not much happening in Red Hood. Uh, so deceased. I say let's cover issue three first. Oh, you know what? Tell everybody what's happening with this new deceased digital stuff. Okay, so, so, like, on Tuesday, on the day of the DC releases, Tom Taylor dropped this new book called Deceased Hope at World's End. Now, this was a surprise to everybody, uh, but n- I feel like we should have expected it, because I had said this as soon as we learned that there was going to be a deceased dead planet, that this series, Deceased, was basically his injustice Mm -hmm. in the sense of he's gonna prolong this story to make an overall like large world event universe whatever so this deceased hope at world's end is a dc digital first so just like the batman that we read earlier or talked about earlier it's gonna be 99 cents each week that means it's gonna be dropping on tuesdays just with every other you know, book that comes out every week. But it'll be consistent every week on Tuesdays, just like Injustice did way back in the day. Uh, I believe it did the same thing, but every two weeks with Injustice 2, and then on, I think, that third or fourth week, it actually printed out in, like, an actual physical form. I think I have, like, the first, like, five issues of Injustice 2. But... Uh, so we're going to get a little bit of insight on the bridge of story between Unkillables, which was, you know, the bridge between the first deceased and dead planet. So we're getting, you know, two small arcs and, you know, until we get to dead planet, I think is in June. So next month. Okay. So I think we're only going to be getting this for maybe three or four weeks. If it goes further, I'd be very surprised. Mm -hmm. But you never know. Um, I don't know what kind of contract he has made with DC. But DC is very much somebody who trusts 
Tom Taylor with yeah. the content of these characters because he's made large amounts of money with Injustice. You know, they had a Does video game and all sorts of stuff. Does he for the game? Um, I don't know. I th- I think that would be awesome if he did. Yeah. But I don't think he would, to be well, honest. Well, like, because, like, if I know they get royalties if they made a character. Like, that's why Scott Snyder pimps out freaking Batman Who Laughs so much. Because you get royalties from the yeah. character. But I don't think that pertains to the stories. I was so, going to say, because there's no new characters yeah. in Injustice. So. Yeah. But, wow, that's interesting. That sucks if he doesn't, though. Um, But anyways, so, yeah. So, we have a new story for that. We're going to finish Unkillables right now. And then we'll talk about the new digital one because I got some questions about that one. Um, but yeah, so what did you think about Unkillables? Because I read it before you, and I thought it was kind of okay. I it it was okay. It wasn't like oh my god, I can't wait until Dead Planet. Now I I really am excited yeah. for Dead Planet because we get to see an actual in time growth of Jonathan Kent. You know, mm-hmm. as a grown-up, instead of just being aged for no reason. But, uh, I I enjoyed this. Because, again, you see the relationships that Tom Taylor is growing in these books. And the best thing about this, this thing is only three issues. Yeah. And he has somehow created this relationship between the villains and the kids that you actually somewhat care about. Mm-hmm. Of course, this book should have been out, I think, like last month. But... You know, we didn't get it because of this pandemic. So it is a little bit delayed, but I'm still reading these books and I'm just like, wow, like that is awesome that, you know, we get the whole thing with Cheetah and the little girl on the bus, you know, showing that relationship of like, hey, I really do care about you and I will do anything to protect you type of thing. Uh, We see that relationship with Shiva and Cassandra Kane. Mm -hmm. Uh, We... We see the relationship between freaking Deathstroke and and her daughter and his daughter. Yeah. But I I I enjoyed it. It wasn't the greatest ending of all time. Well, that's what happened. I really with, love uh, deceased too. Yeah. Uh, I really love the splash page of when Wonder Woman comes out of fucking nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh. And fucking just crashes into the Batmobile. Yeah. That that one page where she is just kneeling down in like that superhero landing pose. Blood all over her hands and legs. Uh, probably the best panel in the entire thing. But uh, even, I don't know if you notice, the, the pose that Deathstroke is in when he's fighting off all those uh, anti-life. Mm-hmm. Is the front is the first cover of deceased with Batman, oh. like he's kind of in the same pose. Yeah. So, and even the artist who did this book uh, showed the actual thing. Uh, he because he did a he did a page mm-hmm. like a commission page for Tom Taylor, saying, "Hey, I really like deceased. Isn't this cool with this?" And he put like random characters in there, but Deathstroke was in the center with that same pose. Nice. And apparently that's what got him the job for this book. Oh, nice. So I thought that was really, really cool. Uh, 
but you know you you do get those funny moments as well because tom taylor does have a thing with humor mm-hmm. um with uh creeper and solomon grundy yeah and <laughs> they're like they jump out to fight and then uh solomon grundy stops creeper he's like no and he says something about the tree crabs again yeah. and you know it's just it's just something that's really funny um you know, I do like how the twist of the entire book was Mary Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was really cool. To to know that she was the one that was telling the story, I thought it was Rose. Oh, yeah. The entire time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rose Wilson, of course, Deathstroke's daughter. But to know that it was her, and she's the one that stopped Billy from becoming Shazam. Yeah. Like, it, I don't know how, but, like, in the way they explained it, it, it was kind of, uh, like, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? The Just in the way she explained it, it sounded like she prevented Billy from turning into Shazam so that the anti-life didn't have the power yeah. of Shazam. Which I thought was pretty cool also. Yeah. Uh, but just getting to see her, knowing that some of the Shazam family is probably still out there, probably. Uh and then knowing that uh, freaking Poison Ivy and Harley didn't leave. Yeah. And that they have this, like, jungle kingdom in Gotham. Yeah. Still is pretty cool. With also. a whole bunch of, like, magic people. Like, Zatanna was there. Dr. Fate yeah, was so there. It was, it was the characters from the very end of the one shot in the other deceased book. Oh, yeah. I don't even remember that. But, yeah, now that makes sense um yeah yeah no that was pretty cool yeah the and it ends with like a uh a statue of all the villains that gave their life so kind of showing you like you know like you live long enough or you either die the villain or live long enough to become the hero in this instance um yeah and i really i really like how harley was like oh man look at all these kids i get to corrupt and freaking they were like well that's a little too late because they've already come yeah Knowing that they've been trained by some of the deadliest villains in the entire yeah. world. And that was the thing about Mary Marvel, too. Like, when she showed up, it was, like, when Wonder Woman was about to kill them, right? Or something? And she showed yeah. up. Yeah. Like, she shows up at the perfect time. You're just like, oh, shit. So, that was really cool. Um, and, yeah, like, I, I enjoyed it. Again, this wasn't, like, a big watcha freaking uh, ending for me. But it was, like, for what it was, knowing that it was only going to be three issues, knowing that there wasn't going to be a lot more happening, um until like you know dead planet i thought it was a cool little story you know because it's the whole oh and go for it and also for the fact that tom taylor killed some kids in this book yeah i was gangster so but you know what (laughs) i have to applaud people for that and apparently he doesn't work there anymore but dan didio was cool with it he wanted tom king to kill that little girl (laughs) in superman oh yeah yeah in the superman book yeah, so I thought that was really cool because uh, we didn't necessarily see the death of Mirror Master yeah. when all that happened at the school mm-hmm. uh, in the last issue. So seeing him return here and then fucking Cheetah just like putting her entire arm through yeah. his head was pretty gangster. Yeah, that was awesome because uh, he was trying to kill the girl that she was uh, about protecting. Pretty fond yeah. of. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. But yeah, other than that, you know, uh, I'm interested to see this continue. But uh, let's go ahead and move on to the digital first, which was all about, uh, wow, what's his name? Jimmy, Jimmy Olsen. Olsen. 
Yeah, I thought this was a really cool perspective, um, you know, and I think this is what you can really, one, I think should be done in comics more, is there should always be more perspective comics when big events happen, um, and then yes. in, in issues like this, uh, Jimmy Olsen, like, oh, you just think it's a throwaway character, uh, it was a pretty cool perspective, he, basically the whole basis of the comic is, he is, cata- uh, what do they call it, um, uh, you know, when you... Do the thing when you make pictures, uh, you know, cataloging yes. or something like, you know, the events oh, in yeah, time. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. There, I know there's a better word for it. But, uh, yeah, so, like, yeah, it was pretty cool. He was taking all these photos, and then it shows what he was – apparently had a Superman beating Darkseid photo that he was showing uh, Perry. And then – Because if you remember, the very first few pages of the first deceased mm-hmm. book was was the Justice League. Yeah fighting dark side and then dark side just ends up leaving. oh yeah he goes back to because i was gonna say didn't he die on apocalypse um yeah he goes back to apocalypse yeah. uh but they kidnapped cyborg mm-hmm. that was like the big thing oh, okay but uh but uh you find out that jimmy was there at the fight and he got this awesome picture yeah. of superman fighting dark side and even perry was like i don't know whether to yell at you or to kiss yeah. you. Because one, if you would have died, the insurance would have like killed mm-hmm. me knowing that you know you were that close to a superhero yeah. battle. And then also, this is an amazing picture and you're probably going to win an award for this yeah. kind of thing. So seeing that was awesome. I will say everybody's been talking about this one panel uh, where the entire uh, Daily Planet office is basically going nuts because they're getting controlled by the anti-life yeah and you just see him like snapping the picture yeah i really love that panel where he like he's in awe but he knows he has to like freaking just take the picture so there's evidence what's going well like this is actually happening but the really cool thing i mean honestly when you really look at this entire issue all it is is a recap of the very first Mm -hmm. issue but they do it very well in regards to still telling it as a Jimmy Olsen story, looking out as instead of the heroes, you know, trying to save the day, it's, oh, I'm just this small human witnessing the literal destruction of my planet. Yeah. So, really, really interesting. I'm really curious why the fuck he lost an eye. Yeah, I'm also very curious on why Crypto's there. Was he in the book? So, Crypto was not in the original book. Yeah. But, uh, cause it... But you see, you see the pictures that he's yeah. taking. So, is Crypto and still alive then? That means Crypto is still alive. And it means that he has been to the garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the jungle. Because I think by the end of the seer, uh, by the end of the actual book of this one issue, it seems like there's some time has passed just because of how like aged and how like literally like half of his face looks yeah. dead. So I'm curious of how that happens. I'm curious what he has seen, mm-hmm. and they tease this thing called the anti-life army Mm -hmm. and from what it looks like you see 
somebody with wings, so quite possibly Hawkman. Yeah, maybe. You see Black Adam. You see, uh, uh, wow, Black Black Manta. Black, Black Manta. Mm-hmm. And then you see this giant person behind Black Adam, and I have no idea who that is. Yeah, I don't know who that is either. And I can't tell, yeah, because there's like other, there's a bunch of like silhouettes in the behind, um, freaking, yeah. what's his name? Uh, but Catwoman died in the first one, right? I'm pretty sure she died in the first one. Uh, yes, she she was a part of that whole alleyway. Birds of Prey. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see who else is going to be in this. But, yeah, it looks pretty cool. That's the last panel. This was... I don't know how they're going to ever make this a book. Because it's oddly shaped. Do you not pick up on that? So, yeah. So, I've picked up on that when reading the... Because I'm currently reading Injustice for the very first uh-huh. time. Uh, I do it for my other podcast. And their their pages are so small. Yeah. They're rectangle like yeah. this. And because of how small the pages are, it makes a reading so fast. Yeah. I can read five issues of Injustice, and it feels like I've read one. Mm-hmm. But they each have, like, 20 pages. Yeah, this was really weird. Like, I was, like, zooming in and out. I was like, what? what's going on here? I thought it was, because if you, if you guys have never read a digital comic, uh, if you use the DC app, uh, I, I don't know if Comixology does it, but it'll go panel by panel sometimes. Yeah, it's it's a it's called the guided yeah, and whatever the guided. I thought it was like that at the start, but it wasn't. It was just page flipping. I was like, oh, this is really weird. Um, I was like, all right, but I mean, it was a cool issue. I really enjoyed it. It did it did end with a Catwoman promo at the very end of it, just saying like, oh, hey, 80th anniversary. We don't know when this is coming out, but uh, check it out. Because um, there's no date <laughs> on there, but I think we've gotten the date. There's no date here, but there is a date. Yeah. It's gonna be next Tuesday. Yeah. No, no, sorry. It's gonna be in June, not June second, something like that. Ju- June second, and then uh, Joker. Uh, Joker's June tenth. Yeah. So, so yeah. I'm excited for those. Um, Campbell's been dropping some really amazing artwork for that, um, with all his ten covers he's gonna do or whatever he's doing for every era. You gonna try to buy them all? I will. I will see how much a bundle is. <laughs> like. If he does like all eight of them for like a hundred bucks or something, which I doubt that's gonna be the price. I don't know how what he prices at. So see the the scary thing is, dude, is that Campbell can put out a cover, and it could be three ninety nine, mm-hmm. you know, normal cover, but for some reason, because it's the first time that character has been by herself, yeah, on a Campbell cover, that thing will jump up to. 25 40 75 dollars yeah. dude so you may be able to buy all 10 for a hundred dollars mm-hmm. but if you play your cards right you can sell each of those things for like 35 dollars yeah we'll see i don't know some of them look really amazing um and i would love to just have them all hanging on a wall um because everything i've ever bought is just sitting there all the cup co- like custom covers i've bought they're just sitting there i would like to get yeah. them like hung up or something but yeah, having all of those 10, like, maybe, like, in a big-ass frame or something would be really cool. Or whatever. I don't know how many he's doing. I would assume he's doing one per era, so, like, 10. I don't know if he's doing all the costumes. Yeah. I don't really know. But uh, they look cool. That's all I know. So we'll see how that goes. 
But, uh, okay, so that looks like that's all the comics for the week. I don't know if there was anything big comics news-wise that we need to talk about. Um, I just Batman's coming no. back, what, at the end of June? So it's still going to be a while? Uh, I think it's like the it's like the second week of June. Okay. Or the first week. And then, dece- uh, not deceased, uh, metal, death metal. Oh, yeah. Comes the week we right after. We might have talked about that already then. Yeah. Or swap it death metal comes first and then it's batman oh, okay i think that's how it is all right yeah. so yeah the, that's all the comics for this week uh we will be trying to cover the digital first next week we might also be getting a animated series again i don't know how does that come I, that's it's, monthly i think those i think those are monthly if not bi-monthly because it feels like it's been a while yeah. well i don't know we have three and i don't think we've we've been covering that since the pandemic started which has been about three or four months okay so okay maybe it's monthly yeah so it would it would be yeah, so yeah. we may or may not have a new one of those next week we'll see um but yeah so we're gonna go on to the first big piece of entertainment news that we have and that is that ruby rose has left the batwoman role in a very shocking manner i don't think anybody expected this yeah i i mean i threw it at you guys in the discord mm. just like i was wowed yeah. like w- when i saw the news it was kind of like a mic drop to be like, what the hell yeah. happened? You know, uh, we haven't seen one of these in a while. Mm-mm. I would say, I mean, other than Stephen Amell leaving freaking Arrow. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time. I don't even think that uh, is as shocking, though, because we knew yeah, he because was going to leave. It was. Yeah. Yeah, it was eight yeah. seasons, and he he wanted to be done with the seventh, and they just offered him way too much money for the yeah. eighth. But yeah, I don't un, like I don't know off the top of my head like a this character would be leaving the show. Not, I mean, I think Ben Affleck leaving was bigger, obviously, but obviously, uh, it's along those lines, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, considering because I mean, I feel like the cast members of shows like will always be like oh i decided to do new things Mm -hmm. and they'll just be done with that character for that season and then they'll pick another character to come in next season that is kind of like that character uh i.e in supergirl uh uh, when when and they're both back right so they're both back yeah but they but they very much were kind of the same character for sure so when this happened, I dropped the news to you guys. We kind of talked about it. Yeah. And there is this debate. And I I feel like a lot of us talked about it on your stream, mm-hmm. in the Discord. And people are actually questioning it on Twitter and just, you know, all over the web right now. Is, does, like, is WB, or WB, freaking CW, mm-hmm. should they be hiring somebody who is in the lgbtq community yeah. uh we will get to that but let's go ahead and talk about the reasoning yeah of why she left so when i looked up this you know the reasoning or i kind of i threw it out there out into my circles and twitter i was like okay what happened this was abrupt mm-hmm. what is the reasoning you know who do i need to blame whatever and people were like, oh, I think it was because of this. The first reasoning was, and I did not know this, 
Ruby Rose mm-hmm. was like almost paralyzed. Oh, she got hurt during a... filming, right? She got hurt during filming. I did not know this. Uh-huh. She got hurt during filming and two herniated discs in her spine were collapsing on each other. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And she had to have surgery that if the surgery had gone wrong, because, I mean, things happen, yeah. knock on wood, things happen, the doctors and the surgeons said, hey, we're going to do this, but it is at risk that you may be paralyzed. Mm-hmm. So sh- that that messes with your freaking head. Yeah. So I immediately was like, oh, shit, yeah. I mean, if it was me, that would probably do it. Mm-hmm. But that is not the case because... An article today came out and said, according to multiple sources, Rose was unhappy with the long hours required of her as the series lead, which led to friction on set. It was thus decided by her and the network and studio uh, that they would part ways. Yeah. That is some bullshit. Yeah, so I said this on stream. I said, <laughs> well, granted, I completely forgot about the injury. So if that would have been a part of it, and maybe it is, maybe it is, maybe, you know, during this whole pandemic where everybody has plenty of time to think about things, maybe she thought, you know what, maybe I don't want to get hurt again. Maybe I just want to work on some other stuff where I'm not going to be doing stunts or whatever. So that could be a factor. For uh, hypothesizing sake, we're going to throw that out the window. Um, and we're going to say that it's just purely her not wanting to work the long hours. I said this on stream. You can definitely go check it out if you want to check it out. <laughs> when you say it that way, yeah. dude, I'm like... <laughs> I said she comes off as an entitled bitch. And the reason why, the reason why, is it's magnified a billion times right now. Because we have essential workers working more hours than they've probably worked before. This is garbage men, this is nurses, police, firemen, cashiers at you know food places, wherever. We have all these people working, all these. And they're just happy to have jobs and to have health care during a pandemic where a whole bunch of other people aren't. But you, a True. pampered celebrity, you and, – and I don't care. I, I'm not saying actors don't work hard. I'm not saying that at all. I've seen behind the scenes of DiCaprio and the shit he does or goes through and Tom Cruise breaking his leg and jumping across shit. Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale going to like <laughs> 80 pounds. I am not saying act- actors don't work hard. But some of the even biggest actors in the world will tell you they are in a diva profession. And Well, that's what I was referencing to because if you remember, Christian Bale was pretty famous. Oh, I believe for that was- audio? Term- Terminator Salvation, something like happened on set, he and he got like super pissed at everybody. Yeah, yes, it was hilarious. Again, yeah, so exactly. I thought you were talking about when he got he gets like super skinny for roles, and he's like very dedicated. So yeah, um, yeah. so yes, not saying that being an actor is hard work, but I've seen so many interviews where people are just like, "Dude, we fucking sit around just waiting for people to do stuff for us, and we go in there, la da la da la da." do our lines and then you leave and you go back to your pampered trailer and people bring you food and do stuff like that so oh so like one small little like side mm -hmm. tangent i'm a huge fan of smallville Mm -hmm. you know people say that smallville is probably the one stepping stone that got all of these other dc cw 
shows up and running. Yeah. Tom Welling has admitted he was an entitled little bitch sometimes on that set. Yeah. Like, he would complain. He would order people around. He was, like, a very... But he wanted to take his role seriously. He wanted to be that actor that eventually got to possibly movie status. Unfortunately, he didn't. Yeah. Uh, I think he's done, like, two, maybe three movies. But, you know... He even said, oh, yeah, you know, when I didn't like this on set, I would say yeah. something. And it just sounds like, God, you're so entitled. Yeah. But at the same time, they're paying you a shit ton of money to do yeah. that stuff. Yeah, and that's what you I know? talked about on stream. I was like, dude, there are people that have to work their jobs for shitty amounts of pay <laughs> that they don't want to be doing it, but they still do it because it's what they need to do. You are somebody that people – I've been on sets, man. People bring you food. Like, there's craft services. There's just shit there for you. If you're big enough, you have an assistant that brings you whatever the fuck you want. Like, the, here's the thing, right? So you just made a perfect example. Tom Welling said he was an entitled bitch on set, but it never got him fired, or it never made them want to part ways. So think of it. How True. bad did it have to be for them to be like, hey, maybe we should part ways? Like, how bad... <laughs> Was she? If this is the case, like, how bad does she have to be? Now, I'm not going to call out, you know, uh, we had a small interaction with uh, one of your uh, viewers Mm -hmm. on Discord about, you know, how she got popular. Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying that she is a nobody. Mm -hmm. But I'm also not saying she is the Beyonce of acting. No, not at all. So, like... Well, I don't know. I don't know. I do think Beyonce is overrated. Oh! Uh, oh well, I mean, so do I. So do I. Uh, but, but I think... I honestly think because CW puts such a big staple on these DC shows yeah. that they are treated like kings and queens. Yeah. Like I said. I feel like it. So... I think it kind of got to her head a little bit. Like, yeah, maybe you know she she made a very heartwarming video. You know what was it during the uh, what is the the CW? What are they called the when they announced the seasons? Oh, the, no, 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 yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's the intro things. Yeah, I forget what they're called. Yeah, but it was either it was either that or it was actually San Diego Comic Con. Mm-hmm. I forgot which well, one. They they, they released could, those there. That's why. Okay. Well, she she didn't she couldn't mm-hmm. make it, and she made like a very heartwarming video saying, "Hey, I am you know filming something very special for you guys. You know, we're really excited to do this." Blah blah. And it seemed like she was very genuine back yeah. then, but now I, I'm I'm I am willing to bet money that this probably got to her head yeah. a little bit, and she's just like, "Yeah, no, I'm not going to take this bullshit." When I'm sorry. But you're on the CW. Yeah. Like, I, I love the shows. I can enjoy the shows for what they are. But you're on the CW. Yeah. And the crazy thing is she was playing an iconic role for something she's a part of. She was playing an LGBT character, the lead role. Yes. And this isn't like a Jane the Virgin or, a, you know, what is that one show that just ended? The family one. Um, you know, like there's, it, it seems like every show has a gay character in it nowadays, 
but she was yeah. the like first big gay superhero lead. Like that's that, big. And and that is the big thing. You know, we we talk about how, you know, Marvel hasn't done yeah. it yet or that DC hadn't done yeah. it yet. So when Batwoman was announced, it was a big deal because it was the very first gay like outed character. Yeah. And you know, everybody wanted, okay, we need a legitimate LGBTQA uh TQA uh member as Batwoman. And so when Ruby Rose came up, a lot of people were like, okay, we're for it. I mean, a lot of people didn't like yeah. it because they had saw they had seen John Wick 2 and her minimal acting mm-hmm. in Orange is the New Black and things like that. But at least CW got it right. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And so that does ponder the question, do they need to put another member of that community in Batwoman's boots? I said no. I If I had to make a bet on it, I would say they are going with a straight actress next. Um, because they already did what they needed to do. They did the right thing, and the actress bailed on them. Or, or they mutually decided to part ways. Either way, the actress wasn't happy. She wanted out. Um, it's not like they kicked her out. So uh, I think they could do whatever they want at this point. Uh, although you did say that uh, Luke Fox, I don't know the actor's name, says they're going to try yes. to be do right by the LGBT community, whatever that means. And I, and I believe the article was stating something like the CW is still looking for somebody in the LGBTQA community. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. We will see. I think because because everybody loves and I know you joked about mm-hmm. it with the you know the classic Fresh Prince of Bel Air yeah uh, joke yeah. I hate like it 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 fit in that because it was comedic I feel like they could do it in Legends mm-hmm. they can't do it in Batwoman yeah no and I don't think you should do it in Batwoman because somebody mentioned that I mean in in the in the stream today they mentioned it would happen during the crossover so yes um, and you know what the CW so cheesy. I could see the Flash doing it. Like honestly, he'd be like, "You look a little." Well, that's the, that's know? the thing. As soon as this happened, everybody was like, "Oh, we have another." You know, we we have a answer mm-hmm. to why she is a different actress, and everybody was posting gifs of Grant Gustin like running into the Speed Force, and I was like, "No, not again! Yeah. Stop it! Stop it! Like that's not what he is used for." Yeah. Like he is. He is more of a character than just somebody who fucks up the timeline. Yes, they made it into a very big meme for like the first three seasons, yeah. but it's getting old. Yeah. Well, you know? fuck twenty twenty though, it's big time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know. My pick, I said Jamie Alexander. I know she's up there in age because she's been around for a while. If you guys don't know who that is, she is. She played Sif in the first two um, Thor movies. I don't know if she was in three. I hate that movie. I tried to blank no. it out of my mind. Um, no, so she was she's not on three. blacklist, blank spot. No, no, no. Blink something. Uh, something spot. Uh, yeah. She's covered in tattoos. Not blind spot. Is it blind spot? I don't. Know. I think it's blind spot. Something like that. It's on NBC. I think she. She. I mean, I saw the first like ten episodes yeah. of that show when it first debuted. It's a pretty cool like thing. Mm-hmm. Like all of her tattoos. Uh, are connected to like cases that are connected to like a terrorist group, mm-hmm. so it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, like I I enjoyed it, 
But I I I like that uh, that actress. Yeah. I can see her doing. I it. wouldn't mind that. Um, she's really cool. Um, she's done some like I said. She's she's a badass. Uh, everybody wanted her to be Wonder Woman originally, so yeah. you know. Uh, a side fact, uh, since uh, when I was in that thing, it was very interesting to see this, and I just want to throw this out there too because I know a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, inclusion and all this stuff. Uh, the meeting I had today. The people, it was for ambassadors for Wonder Woman and Batman. All four of those women in there, well, three of them. One of them's been a hardcore Wonder Woman fan like her whole life. Three of them all fell in love with Wonder Woman after Gal Gadot's uh, performance. And two of them uh, loved it. They loved seeing a woman with an accent being a badass. So for anybody that says shit, that's cool. Anybody that says shit is not important because one of these, uh, one of the women was actually originally from Spain, which I thought was really cool. She's been in LA for like seven years or something like that. Thought that was really awesome. So yeah. So for people that do not think that that shit matters, it changes people's lives, man. Like just seeing somebody that's like you, like something like that on the big screen, it changes your perspective on life. It's crazy. So I just wanted to throw that in there because I thought that was really interesting from that meeting today. Um, but yeah, so that's Ruby Rose. We'll see what happens. I haven't even caught up on Batwoman season one, which is crazy because it sounds like the ending is really interesting with what's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. We can uh, talk about that. Small. Yeah. 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 Uh, the, the ending of season one. Spoilers. Seemingly. Yeah. Spoilers. Uh, seemingly, uh, has to do with Hush. Mm -hmm. Now the, uh, the photos for the costume had leaked, I think, like two weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, costume looked awesome, super awesome. But really, thing, really big thing in uh, the history of Hush is that he has famously taken the face because that was his like big thing as a character. Yeah. Is that he does prosthetics as far as like? Well, he's like a he world can, class like, surgeon, so like he can yeah, do anything. Um, yeah, face prosthetics or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but he took the face of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Now, I recognize the actor. I don't remember his name. Yeah, neither do I. But a lot of people... Like, it's, it's so funny. Whenever you look at these heroes as far as Superman and Batman and Hal Jordan and Flash, everybody looks at the jaw. Yeah. Everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody's like, oh, you know, he looks the part especially with that jawline and i'm like but can he act yeah like that's that's my yeah, thing you don't want a bad batman like that's the <laughs> thing so but from because every article like is, think of think of jim adler as batman oh god i'm batman <laughs> the gotham hammer uh but uh i feel like i should just play one of those in the podcast but no so freaking oh, the thing god. about this is from i haven't seen the show what I'm understanding is Bruce Wayne is going to show up because he is Hush, right? Bruce Wayne is not back. Hush as Bruce Wayne is back is what I'm understanding yes. that's going to happen. Because every title I heard was like, Bruce Wayne has been cast, kind of. Um, and that's like been yes. the big thing. So I think that's what's going to happen. So I wouldn't get your hopes up for uh, seeing Batman in that show, although his suit has been on screen. That started the season and it got modified to be Batwoman suit, and um, and another thing that came up with all of this news with Hush and everything else 
because they're trying to really push the Superman and Lois show that's coming out next year. They were planning a world's finest with Superman and Batwoman instead of Supergirl and Batwoman. Didn't they have an episode? No, they still have not had a crossover episode with just the two of them. Oh, that was supposed to happen, though. I guess that was one of the final, the last ones. Wow. I guess so. Uh, I'm very curious. At how long do you think Supergirl keeps going after? I am not sure because the really big pickle She's of Supergirl. I know. Yeah. You know, I know we're going on a tangent with yeah. these. But Melissa Benoist is pregnant. And that will definitely... Uh, delay production yeah. especially with the pandemic uh so the last part of supergirl is actually going to be set as like the spring i think it's either spring or summer of next year mm-hmm. it's going to be like their summer lineup so that way cw has content for the summer oh interesting yeah i i see that they're doing which i fucking hate the cw for always doing this they're making like all the other side characters heroes now because i think alex is now getting like a hero vigilante suit or some shit and i'm just like yep oh, yep my i God. saw i saw it too and i'm just like uh, i'm just like yeah uh, it's yeah. got like nightwing's colors though it's like blue and black yeah right? it does i'm just like oh yeah my God. although she would have been good as batwoman to be honest yeah she you know what just she would take been... her off that show take her to gotham fuck it um that way it's continuity you know if you you should just be like ruby rose can we just can we just kill you first episode please let us kill you somebody else take the the mantle boom done you know whatever at least i believe that you know what i mean i'm like (laughs) all right cool that makes sense that makes sense with the start and you still you still have the lgbtq yeah member Mm -hmm. and all of that that honestly honestly if it works it works i don't i wouldn't give a shit give me give me fucking uh kathy what's her face as uh, black canary give me fucking her oh i fucking down down i don't care if she's blonde or whatever she's already plays the field with everybody i but i will say she has colored her hair both red and pink before nice like off seasons yeah she's i she would be the only reason that she was the only reason that i was watching legends i just couldn't though anymore but i follow her on instagram (laughs) that's all i care about so i'm just like whatever she's awesome I always thought Katie Lutz. That's yeah, her name. There you go. Always thought she should have been Black Canary. Fuck, what's her name? That is Black Canary. <laughs> not the not the Latina one. The other one, Katie Cassidy. Oh, yeah. Although Katie Cassidy, oh, you were cool gosh. in that game, Hidden Agenda. That was fine. That was fire. Um. Uh. But yeah, Black Canary. <laughs> out of here. Okay. All right. Now we're gonna talk Wait, about. Did you finish Hidden Agenda? You finished it? Yeah. Uh. I got fucking thrown in jail. Dude, that game oh, was so shit. short. It was so short. I I missed that ending then. Yeah. Fuck. And it was the guy. That's hilarious. It was he, the guy. Spoilers if you haven't played that game. It's been out forever. But there were two people that were working into it. And it was the guy I said it was going to be. The creepy forensic guy was the other dude. Oh, I told you. No. I told everybody it was that dude. <laughs> and I was like, he looks weird. He just, I know it's him. Oh, and at the end, they show him buying all the shit and he goes out. But I got sent to jail because I didn't kill the mayor or some shit. Like, it was weird. weird ah. Yeah, you, they joker you. They put a bomb in the mayor's body and you have to, like, either leave and run away. Because, like, you're in, like, a. See, I, I remember that yeah. part, but I don't remember. You, you, you might have left like, during I don't the remember. Credits. 
so shit. it was after credits. So, uh, Damn. yeah, so it was that fucker. Um, I wanted to play it again and just not let that guy go. That was my problem. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> but anyways, that's a whole different thing, guys. You should definitely come hang out on the live streams on twitch.tv slash juice from the box. It's a good time. Uh, but now, okay, <laughs> we're going to do it this way. Oh, my We're going to let Clay take the floor here. This is his dream. This is, I think, his biggest goal in life that has been happening. <laughs> I'm going to let him gush over this, and then I will come in with my stuff after. So you give him the news, okay. you talk about everything. So, you've heard it from, I think, basically the very first episode that I've been on until now. You've heard it before. Me and Juice have had these conversations about this random, non-existent Snyder Cut that everybody was claiming was a no-go it was never gonna happen it was a pipe dream juice said this multiple times to me at work Mm. bullied me wanted to push me into the ground spit on me and say it wasn't gonna happen but it did it happened and oh my god was it glorious now of course the really big thing that had everybody's ears perking up everybody was like really putting you know all of their what what is the uh i I can't even think yeah basically was most of the journalists most of the scoopers and big trades were saying things like holy shit i was wrong oh god it's happening but they weren't putting any context to it but for those of us who have been following all of the news of the Snyder Cut. Now, if you don't know where to look, it's hard. But if you've been following this thing for the past two years, six months, and however many days, you know where to go. You know who to talk to. Uh, I have been in a couple of those circles. And something big was going to happen. Within five hours of those people saying that, Zack Snyder announces that he is doing a Man of Steel watch party for the seven-year anniversary one month early. This definitely screamed something is happening. Because why on earth would you do an anniversary viewing of a movie a, a month in advance? Just didn't make any sense. So, last night, I said, I have to go to sleep early. Juice, I'm sorry. I'm going to be... I'm, I'm, I'm waking up early for the Snyder Cut what announcement. What time did that start? They, uh, it, started, it started 10 a.m. Early. It started at 10 a.m. I went to bed, like, almost immediately after your stream, or maybe even before your stream ended, at 1 a.m. Oh, I was. Done I woke way up at five. That. Oh, because I hit you up with the uh, you spreading fake news thing. On oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. So uh, I I couldn't sleep. I actually I I woke up at five a.m. tossing and turning, <laughs> didn't know what the hell was going to happen today. Uh, so talking to some of the people that were still speculating what was happening now. We all got into this mode of, okay, 
whatever happens, we know that whether it be a year, five years, or ten years, it'll eventually happen. Just like the famous Richard Donner cut. Unfortunately, Richard Donner had to wait 25 years for that cut to come out. That would have been my biggest fear for this. But it happened. So we just, you know, I was texting some people. I texted my uh, my co-host from the Comic Book Legion chat uh, or podcast. We were setting up, you know, I was helping him set the, the Vero link or whatever to get everything situated. And we started watching it. I was live, I was, uh, live tweeting through the whole thing. And right before the end credits, so there's a scene where a young Clark Kent is playing around in his yard. Uh, Jonathan Kent is working on his car and Ma Kent is doing laundry. All of a sudden, the video of Zack Snyder turns into a Zoom call and Henry Cavill shows up. Nice. I immediately start choking up. I'm freaking out. I'm like, what the hell is happening? Why does he still have a stash? I saw that part. So, a lot of people tease him because of it. But he says that, like, majority of the time, when he grows out his facial Mm -hmm. hair, he grows out the goatee. Ah. But he, like, you know, when people do it, they either define a little bit more on the beard or define a little bit more on the mustache. He defines a little bit more on the mustache. So that was why. And of course, pandemic, he's staying in, you know, staying at home. Yeah. You know, he can only do so much. So he, they start talking and I start seeing more traits, more journalists talking about, okay, there would not be Henry if they weren't announcing something, but don't get your hopes up for the Snyder cut possibly just henry coming back as superman mm-hmm. and i and I, I even said if that's all it is i'm okay with that also yeah because i will always go for henry superman mm-hmm. so they started to talk and then all of a sudden zach brought in one two three four five six seven eight nine ten different fans mm-hmm. from the questions that were submitted in vero and they each got to ask a question. Nice. Now, I can't remember her name. I do apologize, but I love you for this. She was the only one, and you could tell that she was super nervous when she asked it. She was the only one that was brave enough to ask, Snyder, we have the biggest question in all of our community. When are you going to release the Snyder mm-hmm. Cut? Very immediately, quick, tongue-in-cheek, Snyder was talking about how he had no control over yeah. it. He had no control. It was not in his hands. He had to wait it out. But he immediately put Henry on the spot asking, hey, what do you think? And I thought this was, I started to think this was more about Henry putting himself back as Superman. So I was done. Okay, this is probably not going to be the Snyder Cut. As long as I get Henry Superman, I'm okay. And he started to go along about how important it was for him to put on the suit how crazy it meant to him. And at the very end, he said, but I would love to see the version without the mustache. Mm-hmm. That was his phrasing. Everybody would laugh. While he has the mustache, everybody was laughing. And then Zach said, yeah, wouldn't that be something? 
it would be really great if we could show something like that. If, if only we had some way to show people. And that's when Henry said, or I reckon you should show them. And Zack said, well, I don't have the movie. I can't show the movie, but I do have this. He flipped his iPad camera and on his theater screen, because he has a homeroom, like a homemade like theater room screen, mm-hmm. he posted the picture, Zack Snyder's Justice League 2021 HBO Max. I have never been so excited in my entire life. Don't tell my wife this. <laughs> but... <laughs> but... For all of you people who said this was a pipe dream, who all of you people who said this thing didn't exist, there was already, like, talks, like, legitimate talks, not secrets or anything else. This was known that in February of this year, February of this year, he had a screening with WB execs, Warner Max execs, and AT&T executives. So all of those people that were claiming, oh... This is happening, like, back in 2018, 2019. I'm sorry. We were all hoping. I'll admit. I was hoping. I was hoping until February, I knew something was coming up. I knew that maybe we would get it within the next three years. And I told you, because we had that conversation. When do you think it's going to happen? And I said, if it's not this year, it's going to happen within the next three. Didn't and you the left photographer it. guy say that, though? Clay, uh, Clay Enos? Yes. Yes. So, we have an article right here from The Hollywood Reporter giving you all the details about how this is going to go down for the most part. It is still unclear on whether it will be a full-fledged movie or a series. There is still no word on what they will decide to do. Zack Snyder has said that he is taking a new approach at this. Of course, throughout the past two and a half years, he has shown numerous, numerous, numerous photos of what he would have been in post-production with creating this movie. He is, you know, one of one of Juice's biggest, biggest. Don't tell me the dark side one. Debates. No, no. Biggest debates on if it was real or not, or if he'll even put it in the movie, was the black suit. And we'll get to that. Uh, You know, some reports have said uh, this will be the Snyder Cut minus Darkseid. Which makes me, you know, um, I'm not really sure about that. But HBO Max is giving Snyder... 20 to 30 million dollars to finish Justice League. Now, when HBO Max was announced last year, or I think the year before that, I can't even remember anymore, uh, they had said that every movie and TV show will have a top balance of 64 million dollars. This is half of that budget. Half the budget of the HBO Max originals, they are making money off of this. They're not losing money off of this. At this point, the residual loss on the original Justice League, I feel like, is almost over and done with. With HBO Max or Warner Media 
or Warner Max, sorry, because there's so many freaking imprints that they have made within AT&T. It's insane. I can't keep up with them all. They saw this as something that was a good idea because it says here, even Emmerich was talking about the release of the Snyder Cut movement. Maybe this is a good idea. Uh, and these are all quotes by Zach with The Hollywood Reporter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that nothing was really in the bags that something might happen until February. Even he said this. So he didn't really know for sure until about April. So two months ago, right? No, last month. Uh, Last month. Last month. He didn't know anything until last month. He, the very first person he called was Ray Fisher. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray Fisher has been a big, big part of the movement. Somebody who has vocally been, you know, just very grateful for Zach. Other than, you know, of course, Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa has, you know, not shut up about the Snyder Cut uh, in the past two years. And I think that's hilarious as well. But this is happening. This is legitimately happening. This is something that I think is very good for WB, for AT&T, and for HBO Max. Uh, I can tell you right now, the people who saw this today that have been for this movement are signing up for HBO Max probably today. Even with 2021 being the day. Yes, I've already signed up for HBO Max. Uh, I don't know how good the offer is now, but last month... They dropped it down $3, but it was a contract for 12 months for three for that that dropping of price. So I'm stuck in for a year, yeah. which I am totally okay with because... You're going to be stuck in there I'm no matter be, what. I'm going to be watching freaking the Snyder Cut. Or, sorry, Zack Snyder's Justice League. So. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what else? <laughs> you have anything else? Uh... Uh, I mean, other than the fact that uh, everybody has been greenlit for, you know, doing this uh, as far as the cast. Uh, so they are getting uh, the cast and crew back together. Uh, but that is confirmed uh, by Snyder or who's confirming this, this? This this is confirmed from the I believe it's from the site. Uh, HBO Max. Or like Let's Hollywood Reporter. I'm trying to look it up again. Because uh, that's what I'm curious uh, about. So while you look it up, you can interrupt me whenever you do it. Yeah. Because uh, this is my biggest thing, right? My biggest thing, and I've made this vastly clear. I was a Snyder fan. Big Snyder fan for the longest time. But this movement killed my fandom. 100%. Because... And, and you know what? I will. I do want to applaud, and I am happy. I told this because, of course, when you speak loudly about something like I have, a la Gotham, people will never let you forget it, and they will come after you on your Instagram or your whatever when it happens. I got a few of these messages today. Some people were really cool about it. They're like, what are your thoughts? Gave them my real thoughts, and they're like, I feel the same way, or oh, I don't agree. I can't, I'm excited for it, whatever. Cool. But I will say the people that actually handled this in a positive, not assholey, not annoying, 
not harassing way, I'm happy you're finally getting your fucking movie. That's what I'll say. For all of you assholes that I know are like so giddy about this and you're just like, yeah, I freaking got the, we're getting the Snyder Cut, man. We did everything right. But you shit on every WB post, every new movie that came out, whether it be Shazam, uh, Wonder Woman, anything that you said was not good, hating on Pattinson, whatever. Those people, you toxic people, I'm glad, you know what, you're going to get your movie, but you can still go fuck yourself. Because you ruined freaking Zack Snyder's, like, just the Snyder Cut in general for me. Because you, you scream the loudest. But, here's my thing. I'll watch this movie when it comes out. Because I already got HBO Go, which is going to morph into Max, if I'm not mistaken. So, I already got this for free. Um, so, I'll be watching this. I, depending on how it is, if I, if I actually enjoy it. And I've said this before. If this thing comes out, I'll t- admit that I'm wrong. I am 100% wrong oh, here. Okay, so right okay. here it says, it is currently unclear from the uh, Snyder's Justice League will take whether, uh, or what form, sorry, whether it will be released as almost four-hour director's cut or a split into six chapters has yet to be decided. But the Snyder, uh, the Snyders, uh, mm-hmm. Zach and Debbie, are now in the midst of reassembling much of their original pr- post-production crew of to the score, cut, and new, and finish old visual effects, and yes, maybe bring back many of the actors to record additional dialogue. So, I will say, if I'm not mistaken, because, again, we've been dealing with this for three years, there's been a whole bunch of articles. This was the most clickbaity thing for the last three years. It, comicbook.com probably has uh, over 100,000 articles on this. <laughs> for any time Zach released a photo... Or mention something or whatever. They wrote 10 articles. Now, I, I will say, I will say, a very good source from this, uh, a really good acquaintance of mine, if you want to go to Screen Rant and read the articles from Stephen Colbert, not Colbert, uh, but mm-hmm. it's spelled the same. Uh, very good guy. Uh, awesome, awesome guy. Uh, he was one of the guys that stood by and said, hey, this is a real thing. And he even got the okay from a lot of his editors-in-chiefs, even though they thought it was something that, you know, he was putting on a tinfoil hat mm-hmm. for. But all of his sources are very uh, reliable, and everything matches up to what finally was presented today. So if you want to learn more about the journey go read his articles they are very very awesome really so that's good interesting because so. screen rant also if i'm not mistaken it might be the same guy it might not be the same guy they have the same fucking name sean o'connell connelly connell whatever sean he, o'connell is the one who yeah you keep saying book. he what he is doing release the snyder cut book he is the one that yeah. talked about the black suit he is yes. so because this is my thing. This is what I've gotten into with Clay. Because the funny thing is, it's interesting about a series. When Clay said it might be a series, and I was like, it's not happening. Whatever. I was like, the series would be smart to force people to stay on that app. So if you're yes. like, and I think it's a very, like, very, it, it, it's something that they may be leaning yeah, more. Yeah, and towards. I told Clay as WB because if I'm WB. And you had these people annoying every single post you did for the last three years. I'm going to be spiteful a little bit. I want to give them what they want, but I'm going to make you wait a little bit longer for it. And I told Clay, I was like, they should release it an hour apiece 
for like four months. Like you're going to get an hour this month, then you're going to get an hour next month, and you'll get it. You just ain't going to get it right away. That's what I would have done <laughs> just to be super spiteful. But my thing is, again, I'll watch the shit. I'm wrong here. It's not a pipe dream. It's coming out. Congrats, Clay. You get your dream. But my thing is, because like, it's it's not Snyder not making his vision. Like As an artist, I would love to have anything I create be made. But I said this on my stream too. I'm not a fan of the way Snyder handled this situation. And I'm not because I'm okay with having a fan base cheering on what you wanted to do. But there's no way he did not know about the harassing and ridiculousness that a part of his little cult was doing and he never addressed it. That was one of my biggest reasons why I wasn't a big fan of this fandom and, of course, at the time, I was also, like, giving my thoughts on Justice League and all this stuff when I had a YouTube channel. And if I didn't say anything good about the Snyder Cut or whatever, fucking flames. Like, it's just, I got the bad end of the stick when it came to this this cult of fans. Mm-hmm. That's why I hate it. And I'm just like, I was fucking done with it. I was like, dude, why would they do it? Logically, it doesn't make sense and blah, 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 because of money and all this stuff. And I, we had me and Clay had this all the time. It didn't matter when anything popped up. Clay was like, you see the new thing? This and that. And I'm like, dude, no, it's a fucking pipe dream. Let it go. Um, Not anymore, baby. Not anymore. (laughs) My thing at the end of this now, because I had a theory that Snyder, and if you kind of confirm it, you don't. He wasn't sure about anything until April, right? Is that what you said? Correct. Now, he he was very much trying to push for something. Yes, but there was no glimmer because he even says in the Hollywood Reporter uh, uh, article, he said that he maybe thought in about 20 years, he may have been able to give like a 15 minute clip mm-hmm. of some post production to a documentary that wanted to tell the story. Yeah. That's what that's what he had thought before. He was able to get a hold of the executives because uh-huh. he he held it like I don't know if I think the the article says that he held it in his own house okay. at the time before the pandemic people uh-huh. so calm down it was before the pandemic and there was like 12 plus people there uh-huh. all watching at his house and majority was actually good reactions. Uh-huh. There was some negative I'm not going to say it was a perfect movie. Yeah. Because people have their own opinions. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say this thing is going to be perfect for everybody. But I am I am saying that there was a lot of positive reaction. Otherwise, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. So, yeah. So, my thing is, is I had a theory that Snyder more than likely knew he's up against the wall here. And he's probably never going to see it. There's evidence of it. You mentioned the Donner cut. We probably were never going to see it. You can want something for the longest time doesn't mean you're going to get it. You know what I mean? Uh, even if you have money. And Snyder didn't leave on the greatest terms. That's what a lot of people were saying. Blah, blah, blah. We know there's been a lot of turnover at AT&T. They've been bought. Or I should say Warner was bought uh, by AT&T. So that's changed a lot. So things have definitely changed in the last three years. But he was... There was... He's been saying so much stuff for the last three years. That I was like, there is no way all of this is in that film. Like, there's just no way. And so now, 
we're going to be able to see, because all of that's on the internet. It's all on the internet. It's been blown up 50 million times. Like I said, I just got to go to CBR and look up every Zack Snyder article there is. And they have an article for everything he's ever said. And we're going to be able to see if all of this is in this miraculous Snyder cut. And I agree with you. And I even said today, like, but how great is it that he said, oh, yeah, this is going to be in there. This is going to be in there. This is going to be in there. And Warner Media now gives him $30 million. And he's like, now I can put that in there. Now I can put that in there. Now I can put that in there. But I. Yeah, he may have been he may have been toting the line for maybe there is stuff that was originally in that post production. Mm -hmm. But maybe there's stuff that wasn't that he really wanted to push for that WB said, no, I don't want it. Now he can put it in. It's possible. I will say that is a possibility. But it was, if I'm not mistaken, Kevin Smith was somebody that said there was, like, the reason why the Snyder Cut probably won't happen is because there was about 30 to $40 million worth of special effects that needed to happen. So... Yes, the, the number has changed a whole lot throughout the last two years. Some people said it was a minimum of 28. Some of them said... It was a maximum of 43. The number has swayed. Now, from what the reports have been saying, is 20 plus to $30 million. I think that is the sweet spot because it's right in the middle. So I think, you know, but you've also said Snyder has had a way of going a little over budget when it comes to his movies. Are they releasing this on VOD? Uh, what, what like, do you mean? Is, are you going to be able to buy this? Or is it only I assume. Deal? I assume, because here's the thing. You can buy season one of Daredevil from Netflix at Best Buy, at Target, or whatever. You can buy Stranger Things from Netflix. Eventually, if they decide to put it as a movie or a series, eventually afterward they will release it in physical copy. There, There has not been a confirmation of that. But I can assume, just like anything else out there, has happened with Hulu, with Netflix, with freaking what are some other streaming services? Quibi. Uh, it's ha- <laughs> apparently that's. I mean, going nothing under, is. Or it's like not doing. Really yeah, well. uh, and it's really funny because the creator of Quibi is blaming the pandemic for yeah. it. Yeah. Which is which is dumb. Did you but, random? But did you see a Spotify is getting Joe Rogan exclusively? That's going to be like a yeah. $100 million contract or something. That's insane. Yeah, anyways. Insane. But anyway, this will this will be released in physical form. I I just have that feeling, just like I had the feeling of the Snyder Cut oh anyway. So, I mean, I, I'm kind of good at these things now. Shut <laughs> up, oh, man. Here's the thing I don't want to happen, right? Here's the one oh. I hope, honestly, to be honest, like, I actually want to see Ayers cut more than I want to see Snyder's cut at this moment. So that's that's the biggest thing. Now. But I don't want that. I do not want. I want. And I, so, I made the tweet so here's happen. so here's the so here's the thing. So I don't think there will. So uh, I don't know if you have heard of the name. I'm sure people who are wanting to listen about Snyder cut stuff, you know, downloading this podcast probably have heard of a YouTuber called Dave Pena. Uh, he made this really good point. Uh, I think it was yesterday or to, is, of today. Uh, he's been pretty big in the community of the release of the Snyder Cut. 
Is he, he the said, goofy looking dude that looks like Ryan Reynolds? Yes, oh, okay. that's him. So he does a lot of the aneurysms. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he said that campaigns will still go on for Snyder Cut. They'll still do the suicide prevention stuff, which if anything has else has come good out of that, you know, campaign for the release of the Snyder Cut, they have raised millions of dollars for suicide prevention, which I think is awesome. So most of that will still happen. Instead of release the Snyder Cut, it'll be Zack Snyder's Justice League 2021. You'll see you'll see the hashtag. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But people have now been contemplating because according to these articles, a lot of people have used the phrasing Zack Snyder's Justice League is a game changer. We talked about it very briefly on your stream about how news that the Supergirl stuff had kind of been on hold because they wanted to know the future of Superman. A lot of people think that with this Zack Snyder's Justice League, that it will put Henry back in the limelight. But people are confused. Okay, is he going to be a streaming service Superman or the main Superman? And a lot of people have already been talking about a genuine multiverse. They've already established it with the CW. Mm -hmm. That Easter egg of Urza Miller in Grant Gustin's Flash was the very first tidbit whatever. Mm -hmm. Whatever Jim Lee wanted to do, he felt like there was something there. So, this can still be played along throughout CW, HBO Max, and the DCEU even without necessarily touching each other. So, a lot of people are talking about Ben Affleck's script for the Batman. I don't think Ben will put on the Batsuit after this HBO Max Justice League. I just don't think it'll happen. You think he's actually going to come back and do something in the suit? He has stated three times on camera in an interview... He will do whatever he can to help Zack. Now, if that means money, if that only means money, if that only means shoutouts, who knows? But a lot of people are, quote-unquote, wanting Ben to put his money where his mouth is and want to come back. That'll be his choice. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody has said that the old Ben Affleck uh body double Mm -hmm. stunt double can very much still be in the bat suit and then ben can just do adr Mm -hmm. and it could still work i can see that happening but people are thinking okay Zack snyder can have his snyder verse on hbo max and everything else can still work exactly how hamada the new head of dc films wants it to work out on the dceu uh-huh. so i i genuinely think this is the best ordeal for everyone i personally don't want a multiverse i want snyder's thing to be done just because i, I put it in a tweet i was like finally now hopefully this hashtag and movement will die. That was like my freaking, <laughs> well, my tweet on on Twitter, uh, because I think it's 
I I think it's been kind of unfair to the other movies, man. Like genuinely, like the first comments were always release the Snyder cut, and you know people, especially me, I was just like, I'm not even gonna click these things anymore because I already know what the comments are gonna be about, and um, I want it to just be over with. And you know what? They want to keep doing charity stuff, and like that's been the only good thing coming out of it, in my opinion, is the charity stuff. But I, I just want it to be over with and then done. And I don't – all these people that I, – I don't want to see Zack Snyder should direct Justice League 2, and I know that's going to happen. I don't care about any of that. I just want it to be over. I am very curious to see if J.J. Abrams had anything to do with this because his big deal has happened since then. And if he wants to make a Superman movie and he wants to do it with Cavill, he's probably like, I need to get this shit out of the way. We need to put this in the fucking graveyard so I can do my own thing with Cavill. So we need to get this out of the way. That would be interesting because he's a top dog now. And and oh, yeah. he's doing Justice League Dark and he's doing everything else. Like I don't know if he's friends with Snyder or how it is. A lot of these guys know each other. But I wonder if he was just like came in and he was like, why don't y'all look into that Snyder cut? And that's all he had to say. And they're like, well, Zach did fucking invite us. Maybe we should go. Like, very curious if that has anything to do with this. Because I don't think he would want to recast. He's a big nerd. He's a big nerd. He, and he-, he is. But he's also, like, in, in recent years, as far as, like, just a couple months ago with Marvel, he's supposed to be co-writing this Spider-Man book with his son. And he immediately left after the first issue, yeah. uh, completely leaving his son out to dry. And that book sucks, yeah. by the way. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it would be interesting to see if he had anything to do with it. Uh, that won't come out for years, mm-hmm. to be honest. Uh, but I don't know, man. I I almost did forget about his Justice League Dark, which... He is producing, not necessarily directing. So, who knows? Yeah, I don't know. My thing is, I don't want anything else. Like, if they want to do it as a series, and, like, they're going to release it in 30-minute sections or whatever they're going to do, however they're going to do it in six to whatever episodes. Like, if they want to do, like, you know, they show half of it, and then they do commentary at the end of it, and that makes an hour, whatever. Whatever. I'm cool with that. Maybe behind-the-scenes stuff, whatever. I don't care. Um... I just don't want it to continue. Like I feel like DCEU has been going in a good in a good way. Matt Reeves is about to do his Batman stuff. The last thing I need and the last thing I want is to start seeing people like, oh, Ben Affleck was so much better. Zack Snyder's Ben Affleck, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, it's over with. That role almost killed Ben Affleck. I do not want to see him put his life in jeopardy anymore because of fanboys. Well, that's the thing. I, I, I want Ben to come back if he chooses to come back. Like, I don't want AT&T to, like, every week be, like, sending him money and saying, hey, do you still want to do Batman? Hey, do you still want to do Batman? Hey, do you still want to do Batman? I don't want that. I don't want that whatsoever. I don't think they if want he doesn't him to, wa- to be honest. I think they're like, hey. You don't think so? No. I don't think they want him to be Ben Affleck because from – here's the thing. This is also a company that at one point wanted Freddie Prince Jr. to be Batman. So I think they love that they have Robert Pattinson as their next Batman because he is a heartthrob and he sells. Ben Affleck is 
uh, like what it, a more a not astonished like um you know established there you go established actor that people are like oh yeah he makes good films but beyond let's be honest Ben Affleck's never been really known for his acting like big time you know what I mean like some people are like yeah he's always a Boston guy he's always comes off in a lot of his movies um but I mean he changed a lot of people's minds with Batman um so everybody's like oh cool because everybody remember everybody hated him before freaking that movie came out. They're like, oh, 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 Daredevil's gonna be Batman, Ben Affleck, fuck Ben Affleck. You know what I mean? Let's not forget that. Like, I know he changed our minds, but he was never regarded as being a fucking fantastic actor. Fantastic director. It's different. Um, I just don't... I think WB prefers what they have. They're excited with what Matt Reeves is doing. They've let him take years to make this movie, so they're super hyped with whatever he's doing. I do not think that they are gonna want anything to come in and ruin that. Because Reeves is supposed to carry them for three more, three movies at least, and they're hope. But that's what I mean. That's three movies theatrical. Yeah. No, I know. But let's be real. This is the age of the internet. So every time, just like every time they posted something on Twitter and it was released the Snyder cut. Every time they posted something on Instagram, released the Snyder cut. You don't think it's Ben Affleck's better? We want Ben Affleck as Batman. We want Ben Affleck to come back for movies. That's gonna happen. Oh, there's going to be that toxic fandom that is still a heartthrob for Snyder and Ben. Yeah. But I th- I think the majority will be okay. From what I have seen today, because I said it on your stream, I said there has been more unity for the entire DCEU as a whole today than there has ever been. Yeah. Ever. And we'll, it, we'll see this, what happens. This fandom, like this, this like unity that I'm talking about, feels like the days between Man of Steel and BVS. Like those golden years of DCEU when it was very young, when, you know, sky was the limit type of thing. That's how people were acting today. And I I genuinely think that's how it's going to be for the most part all the way through Zack Snyder's Justice League series or movie. I... I just don't think I don't think it's right to have two at the same time. I just don't think it's smart. And I don't I don't So does that mean they'll cancel the Superman and Lois show? That CW? thing shouldn't exist, period. So <laughs> that thing is garbo. But also, look what they did there. They're like, we have Henry Cavill as our fucking main Superman. And they're like, let's get this scrawny bitch over here to be Superman too. Like, there is no competition there. <laughs> sorry, Tom, whatever your face is. I think that's your name. I'm sorry. Uh, Tyler oh, Holcham Tyler, or whatever. I mean, you had a T in your name. Um, but, yeah, you're a cool dude. I, I don't know why I get you confused with the guy that plays uh, Lucifer. Y'all, I don't know. Kind of kind of same, look the same to me. Um, but, uh, like, the thing is, like, he's, he's nothing compared to freaking Cavill. That's my thing. But aesthetically, we already know Ben's fucking legit. Like the warehouse scene, everybody's like, "Oh my god, blah, blah, blah. I don't think you would want that competing with because if because this is the worst case scenario. You come in, you have Ben there doing good shit, and then fucking what's his name comes off looking like a dumbass or something in that Batman. That is the <laughs> Looks last like thing Christian you Christian Bale. <laughs> That's not even Christian Bale because Christian Bale was ripped when he played Batman. We have we True. have. You know, what's his name over here saying, like, oh, we, we're setting beauty standards and we shouldn't be working out and doing all this stuff. So, like, he's already up against the wall. 
just business. He was joking. Do you think he so, was, though? Because I think, because dude, I read if, the article. Have you seen? Have you seen Robert Pattinson's interviews? Do you know how much of a troll he is? I know that, and I think he is a troll too. But at the same time, I feel like that's his personality—not to be a troll. But I think you know, from going from being so like, oh, I have to get away from this fandom to I'm only gonna do artsy fartsy films to like bring up my acting, you know, resume and stuff like this. I think I can see him as being somebody that actually believes that though. That like, no, we shouldn't have to fucking work out and all crazy stuff. Because honestly, when has he done that in any role? Period. You know what I mean? He hasn't had to. Huh? Well, but that's the thing, he hasn't though. Had but uh, even then, in Hollywood, people do that just to get better roles. You know, they're like, "Made me look good. Let me do this." Like, yeah, um, yeah. And I, I think he's just one of those more nonchalant dudes that, like, no, nah, man, I'm not. I don't need to be buff. Like, I can do this. I don't need to do this. And like, oh, conformity to Hollywood standards. I think he wants to. He wants to be the rebel. But he just picked the wrong fucking. You didn't have to pick Batman, Fandom bro. Like, with... come on, man. Like, you just come on. But like, that's Ugh. the thing, though. So I think logically, and that's why I've been coming. I've been coming to the Snyder Cut for the longest time. You know me. We've had these discussions. I, my biggest thing, never thought it made sense business wise. It just didn't make sense because they lost money. They didn't do other stuff. That's how I always came at this thing for a majority of it. Now. If you're going to have a new Batman, and then you're going to have Batman... If, like, let's just say Snyder fucking gives Batman a... Be- he's... If I'm not mistaken, I want to find the article on this, too. I think he said there was another warehouse-type scene in Justice League. Is what I heard. I don't remember specifically. Because I want to say... I but... want to say somebody asked him if Batman had a cool scene in Justice League. Because it was after all the, like, oh, he was crappy in fucking this one. Uh, they're like, oh. and I, I want to say he was like, oh, there was something like along the lines of a warehouse scene. I'd have to find it, but I want to say I heard something like that or read that. Um, yeah, we'll have to go back and see. Yeah, Be, I mean, because let's face it, whenever it comes to fight scenes in general with Z- with Zach, whether it be with Three Hundred, whether it be with Sucker Punch, and whether it be with Watchmen, and of course BVS, he went all out. Yeah. He went all out to make it as good as he could possibly make it be. So whether it be with Batman or Flash or whatever, you know it's gonna look good. Oh, so I, I, I could. I, I said this in my stream. If Zack Snyder does not correct Flash's fucking running in this movie, that was a Garbo. Joss. Garbo. That was Joss's but it doesn't mean, Flash. But like, I don't. Even with that. Even with that, Ezra Miller, as an actor, has the ability, and apparently he has a lot of pull to make that adjustment. Because he has fucking made that Flash movie not happen for four years. Because he's Jesus, like, oh, it's not dark enough, it's not this. And I really hope... With 17 billion directors already passing by the movie. And I really hope Zack Snyder coming back does not make his, like, flame. Like, oh yeah, we definitely need to go darker, man. Like... I'll be so pissed. Recast this guy already. I I don't think it will. If anything, like genuinely, uh with I know that you don't like Snyder as far as like the lack of action that he took towards the media or internet basically. 
uh, harassing everybody. But if you hear him talk on his commentaries and talk about his films and talk about his passion of movie making, I genuinely think he would go to Urza and be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Just take the job. Like, just, we are doing this. And this vision for this director is wanting to go this way. If you don't want to do it, you don't have to. But, like, they're in control. They're wanting to do this. And y'all can compromise on this and that. But I, I genuinely think that's the kind of person Zach is. Yeah. With the way he was talking to Henry and talking about freaking Ray whenever they talked about uh, Justice League. Or even Ben when he, when he was doing the commentary for freaking uh, BVS. Mm-hmm. So, I, I I eventually think that Urza will get off of his high horse and let this movie be made, regardless of if it's the way he wants to make it or not. Well, at the moment, I think he'll get off his high horse because he assaulted somebody. Hopefully. Yeah, that that too. <laughs> um, so we'll hope. We'll we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I I the one thing I o- I only hope from this is not a badass Batman scene. I had I have always been on the record for saying that Zack Snyder has given me the Batman I wanted to see in a movie, and he has the best Batman aesthetically in a film, uh, because he gives him all the gadgets, he gives him all the bullshit, uh, which is dope. So I'm excited. I will be excited to see that. Um, but I'm just like let's just let have it come out so we can just move on. Cause it seems like at this point the pandemic's kind of helped this. It seems like, because everything's been pushed back. I don't know if this is happening. Yeah. Have you, have you seen Jason Momoa's story? Yeah. I saw him getting all like, woohoo. Oh yeah. I follow yeah. him. So yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, although he said it was done too though. So that was my biggest thing. I was like, bro, they were saying this was done. And now they're like, oh, uh, yeah, we got to finish it. I was like, I told y'all. Everybody came over here. It's done. 214 minutes. It's done. How you It's. It was not the, done. It was done as far as principal photography. No, but that was, that was this. I guess that was my biggest thing with this. People just like absolutes. Like, that's exactly what somebody started tweeting me like three days ago. Like, it's happening. Oh, and God. I'm just like, bro, like, there's no confirmation. I was like, where is it at? Oh, this guy said it. And I'm like, who the fuck is that guy? And they're like, oh, well, he knows a guy. And I'm just like, oh, my God, can y'all not just like give me concrete hey, evidence? I know some guys. Oh, I know, apparently. <laughs> you still gave me bullshit stuff in my Discord. This man posted, he's like, oh, look what's happening for Batwoman. I was like, Clay, oh, it's from, like, the, disgusting the Ember, the movie Ember. something. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> it was such the most bullshit website ever. <laughs> Anyways, this thing's reaching two hours. Um, You know what? Again, I will say it. I am wrong because I always said if this thing came out, I will admit that I was wrong. It's not a pipe dream. Uh, I just want it to be dead after it is. I hope you know what I'm, and I will say I'm hoping that Zack Snyder brings me back into liking Zack Snyder, because that is not something I have enjoyed recently. Uh, I've been wanting to see his damn zombie movie for the last freaking year. Uh, he's been talking about Justice League, and apparently Clay has told me that's been pushed back to next year. So yes, uh, garbage. His his zombie movie will be moved. Uh, to 2021 that is also in the Hollywood Reporter article but before we sign off I just want to read this from Henry himself right after the live stream mm-hmm. he said just had a little chat with Zack Snyder after the Man of Steel watch party 
ladies and gents, it's finally happened. The Snyder Cut will be out next year. Now, I know there have been two camps over the whole Snyder Cut thing, and whether it will ever happen for a while, uh, just remember we all got to have more Justice League now. It's a win-win, so be nice to each other. Be uh, Big congratulations to you, Mr. Snyder. And I just want to say this. Both camps, whether it be somebody who didn't think it was going to happen or somebody who said it was going to happen, just like Ju said, it's over. It's done. For people who wanted it, we're getting it. For people who didn't think it was going to exist, it's here. If you want to apologize, if you feel the need to apologize, trust me, you don't need to. Because the actual releasing of it is the biggest apology I feel like Warner Brothers could have had. Like, in my personal opinion. So, let's just have fun with the whole thing. And I, I think that's the biggest thing. Because even now, like during the actual live stream of, of Man of Steel, John Campia's live stream was on. And they were laughing at like, oh, do you know how many people are like getting so worked up that Snyder's going to actually release the Snyder Cut today? It's so hilarious. And little did they know it was actually going to happen. Well, and they have yet to sucks. say anything. T- yeah. Campia has yet to say anything today, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, can't be as but it's it's those it's those moments there that even after it was you know announced, people were very angry and you know saying, "Oh, you know, let's just you know reward bad behavior and things like this." And all those stupid cultists that think they you know enjoy Zach's films, cool, let them think that, but that's not who the movement was. They were wanting this film to see Zack's, you know, vision actually shown. And we made this movement more also about his daughter with the suicide prevention. And that's what we were also pushing as well. So it's not this whole stupid cultist that thinks Zack Snyder should direct every single movie that's ever announced in every single studio. That's just stupid and ridiculous. So... Uh, you cultists can still go fuck yourselves. Uh, so <laughs> I will say that I have no problem with it. You don't harass people, man. Like, come on. Also, the uh, people that were saying shit about Zach's daughter, you can go fuck yourselves too. Uh, um, yes. So there we go. That equal fuck yourselves for all bad people. Uh, but that is going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. This podcast has been going for on for a long time. We're slowly getting back into the comics world, which is nice. I'm glad we're reading so much more. Next week, I want. We were trying to fit it into this week. The Zack Snyder thing we knew was going to take up like an hour and fifty minutes of this podcast. <laughs> uh, so I pushed it to next week, and it's also because I didn't get to finish reading it. But next week we will be covering Identity Crisis, which it is a heavy subject. We're going to tell you that right now. Some people yes. do not like this. Some kind people of stuff in may. Comics. Yeah, it it will have a small trigger warning in the beginning, or yeah. at least I will. Uh, we'll talk about it, but. If, if you haven't read it, I recommend it, but we'll talk about it more next Yeah, week. the reason why we're doing that is I've continued to read Catwoman's run after Ed Brubaker's uh, run. It's starting to get really good right now, but apparently it ties in with Identity Crisis, and I'm very intrigued, so I want to go ahead and read this. It has to do with Batman too, so it fits on the podcast very well. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about one of these big events that was very controversial. I would say... Um, early 2000s 
Heroes in Crisis, pretty much. You know? Yeah, basically. Yeah. So if you've read Heroes in Crisis, it's a la that kind of story. So it would be, de- I would say, worse. Um, not is I think the story is good so far. It's just the topic is probably worse than Heroes in Crisis, in my opinion. Um, but anyways, yes. uh, yeah, that's going to be it. Clay, you want to pimp out your other podcasts? Yes, of course. I have the Fanboy Comics podcast three days of the week, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, uh, going through the Marvel Unlimited app, the DC Universe app, and the Shonen Jump app. And of course, every single weekend, I do have the Comic Book Legion podcast with my co-host, Mark. Nice. Cool, cool. Uh, of course, uh, you can always check me out on Juice Reacts, always uploading videos there. The Bat from the Box channel will be getting revived, as I mentioned earlier in this podcast, so definitely go subscribe. If you have not, sorry, I got the burps. Um, and I was uploading last week's podcast, but somebody told me that my second video had no audio, so I deleted that. So I had to go back and upload that again. So that would be last week's podcast. Uh, and I will more than likely upload this Zack Snyder chat on the podcast or on, on the back from the box channel. So definitely go check that out. Um, so yeah, we got that going on. Come over to twitch.tv slash juice from the box. We will probably be live streaming when this video is, or this podcast is live or so. If it's a Friday, we'll be streaming from six to whenever I want to get off uh, and Saturday as well. So if you catch this on uh, Friday or Saturday, come hang out on the, on twitch.tv slash juice from the box. But that is going to be it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for hanging out with us. We really appreciate your support on this podcast. Uh, But as always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. And remember, Batman is awesome. Batman! News Weekly!